I believe in the Church of Baseball. You're listening to the Complete Game Ministries Podcast, where we love baseball, we love God, but we know baseball is not God. You trying to say Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? You're going to hear from players, coaches, and baseball ministry guys from all over the world as we talk about what it looks like to be faithful on the baseball field amongst the F-bombs and the two spit. So put on your cup and grab a Bible as we talk about the gospel of Jesus Christ in the language of baseball. Now batting, your host, Justin Dillard. Welcome to 2018 as we start back up our, our first podcast of the year. And you guys out there in podcast land, welcome. I'm glad that you are sitting at the table with me and Keith right now. Um, you guys look good. It looks like you've been working out. And uh, we're heading into baseball season. So I'm sure your, your winter workouts are already underway and you're building up for uh, the big opening day that is to come. So right now in January, we're going to continue on in our At The Movie series. Uh, and this month, we're actually talking about For Love of the Game. Yeah, great. Great, great movie. I think I think underrated in many respects. I sure. think um, kind of drifted under the radar a little bit. Um, I think there are some very tactical reasons for that. I'm not going to get too critical, but um, <laughs> there, uh, it, it is a, it's a wonderful story. It's really good. It is, and I, actually, for as being a catcher, I really love the relationship between Gus and Billy. Um, I, and one of my critiques is Justin. I think you could have played Gus better, personally. Um, I think that's one of the one of the, the real John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a fan. That's that's. Just I'll just throw that out there. Or no, it's just bad acting. Just straight up. Sorry, oh, sorry. Oh. He's great. He's he's great in Talladega Nights, but <laughs> let's let's not get him into the more dramatic. I'm just he he's no good. He made me cry after the perfect game, and he, he made, hammered. He made me cry <laughs> at how bad he was in every scene he was in. Oh, <laughs> like maybe it was a little cheesy. Like, hey, Chappie, thanks. Oh yeah, boy, yeah. oh boy, not just for the water, just bad, just well, bad. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> agree to disagree. But fair enough. Okay, um, but yeah, I love the the first bottom of the ninth post that you had in this. Got into something that is, I think, widely well, we don't think about it that directly, but we mm-hmm. operate out of one or two one of two camps. So I think you're right around the question of does God care? Mm-hmm. And the scene, the scene that I drew out, and what really sparked me as I as I wrote this, and you know, rewatching the movie and everything. It was when Chapel's preparing to pitch in that bottom of the ninth. Um, he says, "It's and it's just kind of a little prayer, right?" I mean, he's he he explains that he had promised God that he'd never involve him as something as silly as a baseball game. But then, because his arm is killing him, he's got a he's got a perfecto going. He just asks God to let that pain in his arm go away for ten minutes, so he could finish this thing. Um, and it just got me thinking about what. I guess I would think, and, and, and it's pretty—it's harsh to use the word false theology, um, sure. but I do think that it's a tension point in anyone's faith: is does God care mm-hmm. about the littlest things, or what we would see as being a little thing? Yeah, because well, even then, you know, it really where he's coming from is fairly well intended because he has well a distorted view of God, but he has a yeah. view of God, you know, in which he's like. 
this this has to be trivial to him. He's he's over so many you know things and all the bad things in the world. Like he he's worrying about that. He didn't have time to worry about me. But then you're putting some some boundaries on God yes. that just aren't there. I agree, and um, and that was the that was the part where I dove into um, Eugene Peterson's translation of the Bible, the Message, going into Luke twelve six and seven, where um, through Peterson's translation, he said Jesus says this. What's the price of two or three pet canaries? Some loose change, right? But God never overlooks a single one. And he pays even greater attention to you down to the last detail, even numbering the numbers on your head. So don't be intimidated by all this bully talk. You're worth more than a million canaries. And it was in that that I kind of said, man, God pays either either greater, sorry, even greater attention to us down to the last detail mm-hmm. and I think there's I think we miss that sometimes we keep like you I love what you just said we keep God out of things we put boundaries on God yet God is boundaryless yeah so our ways are not his, or his no, ways are not our ways that's right um, that's right so the more we grow in this relationship with God we understand the, the difference between the two and you know that that God is bigger than us Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so therefore we got to attach onto him, not try to drag him along because that's not how it works. That's right. And God is, and th- when you think about the beauty of the Trinity, God, the father, Jesus coming to earth to save mankind through his sacrifice. Mm-hmm. But what does he tell the disciples? One greater than me is coming. What, what I've got to, I've got to die so that the counselor can come. Yeah. The counselor being the Holy Spirit that can live and indwell in all of us, that is available to every one of us, mm-hmm. man, the, the detail of that is just, it's profound and it's important that because the Holy Spirit can indwell in all of us, God cares about every one of us and every little detail of every one of our lives. Yeah, maybe that's where it fits into the, when he was talking about uh, Jesus, what he was talking about when he goes, uh, that you will do greater things than I. Yes. Um, because he was operating by the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, mm-hmm. he had to tap, tap into the Father regularly by yep. secluding himself and going into prayer and running up in the mountains and, and you know, praying in the garden. Right? Yep. Yep. I never prayed so hard that I, you know, I, I started Sweat. sweating blood. Right. But, right. Um, <laughs> I was, I've been close. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was just bleeding from the ears. <laughs> um, <laughs> but when he was talking about uh, that, well, because. He was operating by the Holy Spirit, but nobody else was. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit didn't come into all believers until Pentecost and in right. Acts. So before that, there was only one guy walking around, and the Holy Spirit came and went, you know, as he pleased. Like it, it wasn't as he had cameos before, but he mm-hmm. wasn't promised. That's right. That's right. You know. So now, if you put the Holy Spirit in every believer in the world, mm-hmm. you know, or every coach in every program or every player, mm-hmm. you know, like man, then yeah, we're together we can do greater things than jesus mm-hmm. um, as far as impact goes uh, but that can't happen jesus showed it can't happen and that it can't happen without intimacy with god yep um so yeah so I, I i would agree with you in the way that yeah god cares about every detail of us he knows every hair on my head he mm-hmm. knit me in his in my mother's womb which yep. is only quasi creepy to think about <laughs> Um, Paula Dillard is the same. <laughs> she is. <laughs> but um, but I guess the, within the context of, you know, Billy Chapel on the mound on the bottom mm. of the ninth, 
you know, when he's, you know, with his view of God and does God care about the details that are important to him right now? The answer is yes. Um, but that's a two-way street. You know, intimacy is not just like, hey, does God care about me? That's right. It's also, do you? Do I care about God? Yes. Do I care about the details of him? Do I care about the things that he cares about? That's right. Um, or else it's not much of a relationship. And if it is, I wouldn't call it intimacy. Yeah, it's a it's a transactional relationship at that point, right? Oh, absolutely. I, you know, you give me something. Hey, thanks. Cool. I'm moving on. Yeah. Um, that's... No, we're not we're not driving into a seven eleven and picking something up, paying for it and then dropping out. That's that's not it. No, I agree with you that um I love and I love how you you flipped the question. Does God care? Well, yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. But the bigger question is, do we care about God? Do we love God the way he loves us? Yeah. Or else like cuz really the things that we do out of faith or or obedience are those because we care or because we're trying to just hold up our end of the transaction hmm. like you know man the genie doesn't doesn't just come out i gotta rub the lamp in order for the genie <laughs> to come out you know like right and that really that's what we've we've turned god into so but but ultimately yeah what what does god care about god cares about widows orphans and yeah. the poor and the you know yeah. so the the people the that oppressed, have the people that are held down mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, I mean, I think there is a wide swath of things that God does indeed care about, and sometimes we narrow that focus too much. For real. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, we don't have time for that, Mm. you know? Like, we don't have time to serve because, man, what I'm doing over here is more important. What I'm doing with this program is more important. Take those dudes with you. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, Like, here in reading how the, actually reading Matt Degg's book, uh, 15 to 28, that just came out, he announced it at at ABCA um, this past weekend, and reading through there how he he takes his guys to do service, so they went and gutted houses, you know, after Mm -hmm. after the the hurricane, but they went out of their way to make sure nobody knew who they were, and they weren't taking pictures and Mm -hmm. posting it. He's like, the only thing that you'll ever know from that is what I'm putting in this book right now. Yeah. You know, but you won't find that anywhere else because, you know, he's a firm believer in, you know, if you're doing it before men, Mm -hmm. then you're going to receive your reward in full. But if you're doing it in the quiet, you're doing it for God. That's right. Um, And in doing that, it's not self-serving. You're doing things because you care about what he cares about. Mm -hmm. You're not just trying to take a picture of it and blow it up on social media so everybody thinks you're great, you know? Yeah. Because then that's not about glorifying God. It's about glorifying you. Mm -hmm. And you're using God to do that. And I only know that because I've done that a lot of my life. Yeah. I mean, we make mistakes, right? And, I mean, thank God for forgiveness. And thank God that we get a chance to learn. And, you know, thank God for coach Deggs's testimony and what he's learned in his walk with the Lord. And, um, because it's, it's impacted a lot of us. It's impacted a lot of us in the baseball world. And, um, I think that, you know, as we continue to learn, I mean, I, I think about this where, you know, we're in the early stages of this podcast, this interaction, this interaction with the people and the platform and so on. Will we look back and listen back five years from now and go what were we talking about you know and i think i kind of hope so <laughs> yeah right because if not then we haven't grown at all and <laughs> yeah. we've just stayed in the same place and i think that's a, right. that's a great point in fact yeah. i think matt chandler like there was some point before a certain date he yep. just erased everything because he did. I was like oh, man i can't believe i taught that my wife believe- my wife and i were joking about that over the christmas break just mm-hmm. how how funny it is that <laughs> he just hit a point where he's like yeah, can we just remove all those because yeah. they were terrible? And standard football rules, but the, do over. <laughs> yeah, but the funny part was is that all the elders of the church said, 
yeah, you're right. Yeah, we need to get those out of there. I mean, that's yeah. that's the funny part. So They're all convicted by the same Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's right. To the glory of God and the joy of all that's people. That's right. That we're, we're viewing intimacy, which I should probably say, uh, if you don't know who Coach Matt Deggs is, he's the head coach of Sam Houston. Uh, and he, uh, you can go, go YouTube Matt Deggs and Sam Houston. Uh, because he had the after they lost a super regional in, yep. at Florida State um, this past spring, uh, his press conference went viral. Yep. Um, and so, th- if you didn't know Matt Diggs before, then you just think, man, he's a great godly man. But yeah, if you pick up his book and you realize where he came from, oh my even shortly, just shortly before, yes. you know, and how God moved in his life. Um, yep. So, at either one side or, of his story or the other, I. I you can probably identify with Coach Dix. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, pick up his book, um, 15 to 28, and, yeah, follow his career. Follow him on Twitter. He's, he's doing a phenomenal job um, of using the platform that God gave him through his redemption. Yeah. Um, so back to Billy Chapel on the mound. So we talked about does God care? Yes, he cares. But at the same time, what he was approaching God with, like, was I don't think you care. Really, what he wanted is like, hey, will you fix this? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes, God cares, but does that mean he's going to fix it? Yeah, that's a and that's a good. It's a good question. Um, as we as we approach the throne of God, do we we don't know if in that moment if Billy. I mean, we do because it's Hollywood, and we know that the perfect the perfect game is going to happen. We we get that. But how would the movie change if like? <laughs> It would look a well. If you know that what, kid, if you that know kid didn't, you know, feel the last ground ball, and yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. You know what it would look like, and this is the fascinating thing: the idea, the d- ideas that Hollywood plants in our brain, are mm-hmm. very different than real life, or even sometimes literature. Let me go here because we're going to end up talking about the natural at some point. Uh-huh. There's no doubt about it. Yep. The difference between the movie The Natural and the book The Natural, guys. Roy Hobbs doesn't get the hit in the end, and it blows you. It blows your mind because you. Spoiler grew, alert! Well, thanks. yeah, I mean, what are you gonna do? Well, who's? I mean, we're gonna watch the movie, but it, are people gonna take the time to read the book? I don't know. Not maybe. now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined it. I did, but that's that's the thing, right? We know in Hollywood that it, it's always the happy ending. Yeah. Okay. But that's one of the most known scenes in Hollywood when he hits the lights and they're coming down. And right. Like, right. Yeah. That's that's guess what iconic. Not real in the book. Not real. It's not a thing. Hmm. And so it becomes very interesting, and that's where, you know, what if? What if, yeah. Cha- you know, what if Chapel doesn't end the game perfectly? Well, did it mean that God didn't come through? Well, no, because he actually prayed for him to be able to finish, you know, be able to finish the game, be able to just lift that pain for that point in time. Well, guess yeah. what? You're still pitching. Yeah. He didn't, par- he didn't pray for the perfect game. Yeah. He prayed for the pain to be lifted. Yeah. And so God was still in that moment because he was still pitching. Yeah. So. Which, by the way, nothing to do with anything. When Vin Scully, that, the, oh. his little monologue before yeah. that inning. Yeah. Oh, does Billy Chapel have enough left in that arm to push the sun back into the sky and give us one more day of summer? Yes. <laughs> like, oh, there, my gosh. Poetic. Yeah. That is there anyone better I say no? No. 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 But um, <laughs> anyway, as, so, I'm, as I'm sitting here in your office looking at a picture of you and Ben Scully on an autograph picture, I mean, that that's legit. See, uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. I didn't want to toot my own horn, so I'm glad you did it for me. Um, 
Actually, I take that back. I do like to toot yes. my own horn, Sometimes. but I just don't like coming off as uh, who I am. Um, comes back to what? What is the point? Like, like do is does, does God exist for Billy to help him? You know, get through that inning and get his perfect game or finish the game, or does, does Billy exist? For God, do we exist for God in the yeah. way? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, and I think this is where this is where the second part of the devotion kind of comes in. Is mm-hmm. you know, do we tend ourselves and our actions towards self reliance, or do we tap into the power of the resurrection to fuel our performance? Mm-hmm. Do we rely on ourself, the flesh? Do we rely on the Spirit, God? Uh, and that's. And there's a, there's a tension point in that in Billy's whole life, and yeah. you know, we were talking right before about how it's it's a tension point in his game in in his playing of the game. Mm-hmm. It's also a tension point in his relationship with Jane. Jane exactly, yeah. and you know when when she says you don't need me, you can win or lose the game all by yourself. Mm-hmm. And my question in the devotion was, wouldn't it be heartbreaking to picture God in heaven? waiting to bestow all his gifts upon us, but instead said something like, hey, you don't really need me. You're going to choose to do it your own anyway. Yeah. Oh. Devastating. <laughs> that's yeah. just a, that's a kick to the balls. It is. Yeah, um, put your cup on. But then, <laughs> but that's the, the theme that kind of runs throughout, like when, like, I, I, thinking back on some of the other quotes that Billy does multiple times to Jane, mm-hmm. is this, you know, hey, call, like, remember when he, he cut his hand mm-hmm. up in the mountains and, and he gets, you oh. know, the, on the, oh. the helicopter? Man, and she's, you know, doing her best. She's in, like, a, you know, slippers yeah. And, a, yeah. and whatnot, and they're bo- going through, like, snow banks and, yeah. and all this, so she can rush him to the hospital, and then he gets airlifted yep. she's not allowed on the helicopter right. and he says call mike udall he's the most, most important, important person oh he's the most important person to me right now and it's like no she might be yeah i mean <laughs> oh my gosh yeah Ugh. and that's just like watching that with your wife and she gets mad at you just because she's <laughs> she, yeah. she's living vicariously through jane and i right. didn't do anything yeah <laughs> you, know, you know or he does the same thing um when they go to spring training you know, and he's trying to come back, and he's you like, "You make me feel weak." Yeah, I don't oh. want you here, Jane. Don't you get it? Like, oh. you make me feel weak. Oh, brutal! You know, right. so like that's right. Uh, but again, the point—the point I was trying to draw out was: don't we sometimes have that same relationship with God? No doubt, and that—that oh. that comes from this. Hey, unless you're helping me the way I mm. want to be helped, yeah, then you're worthless to me, and I got it by myself. Yeah. Go away. I don't want you here. Oh, that's so you know? convicting. You know, because you make me weak. That's a, yeah, you're right. In, in your relationship with God, you're weak. Yep. Compared to the, the power and yep. the strength that, that he can provide, that's yeah, right. you're weak. That's right. So God should make you feel weak, and that should make you feel awesome, mm-hmm. you know, because in that, that's what grows your faith. You know, again, Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And it's not your own doing. It is a gift from God. So if it's about faith, you know, and how do I depend on, rely on, follow God and what he's doing and be okay with whatever the outcome is, you know, we can't be so goal oriented that we're, we're trying to get our outcome and try to use God to get our outcome Yeah. when he's trying to grow our faith and doesn't care about the outcome because it's, 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 again, like, especially if you're below, you know, like the college world series or even then, yeah. Just the Division One level. If mm-hmm, you're below mm-hmm. that, 
nobody cares who wins but you. Yeah. You know, all yeah. the, all your youth tournaments, even your state championship, nobody cares That's right. except for you. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like we point our lives at things that are temporary, and God wants us to live for eternity. Eternal. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and we can start that now. Yes. But we trade it. Yes, <laughs> we do. Um, and I still... Yeah, I mean that's that's a very real thing. It's a very real thing that we all struggle with, without a doubt. But I think to always zoom ourselves out to the point where we recognize that even at the college world series level, even at the world series level, we got to remember that even though there are other people who care about it at that point, right? Yeah. It's going to be fleeting. They're going to forget about it mm-hmm. in six months. Yeah. Okay. At the state, you know, state championship, winning an NAIA, a Division Two, whatever World Series, the only ones who care about that is us, mm-hmm. and that is temporary. Yeah. But when you have an experience that allows that to live beyond the just the experience, just the shared experience of the winning, yeah. And you create a brotherhood of believers, and you create relationship that lasts for a long time. That's when you're starting to tap into the eternal, and that, and I say the eternal, but it's it's probably more the legacy of this world. I hope that that is some indication of what will happen in the eternal. That it's all about the relationship. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Um, and I think it is. Uh huh. But I, I'm not on this side of heaven. I'm on this side of heaven, not on that side. So right. Which is a good thing at the moment because we're benefiting from you not being there. <laughs> <laughs> but if. Yeah, if the opposite of faith is you trying to do everything on your own ability and yeah. you trying to take control of circumstances and leave God behind, or even the fact that when he was praying on the mount, he's, he's trying to invite God into it mm-hmm. like he wasn't already there. Right. So how much do right. we even operate, you know, like God's In our daily there. life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we we just assume he's not there. Oh, I better pray. Yeah. Or you just... I mean, and I... I yeah, I mean, the fact that we pray prayed today over this podcast yeah an invitation for god to work through us mm-hmm. through the two microphones in front of us a computer sitting in front of us and the message it's going to get out there yeah. um we have to continue to do that and every one of us in the in our personal interactions and in every interaction that we have we've got to continue to just be prayerful pray continually mm-hmm. as first Thess- thessalonians 5 17 says yeah so walk Walk with God. Be yeah. somebody who walks with God. And, yeah, you're going to go through some junk. You're going to go through some high points. Yep. Um, but, yeah, yes, you want to play to win a championship. Sure. You want to go out there. That's Yeah, that's the goal. But it's not the, main, it's not the primary goal. No. Your primary goal for your life is to glorify God and to walk with him mm-hmm. um, and to grow in your faith And because it's by faith, you know, through faith that you're saved. Yes. It's kind of a big deal. So if yeah. you don't have that faith, are you saved? Because if you're saved through faith, without the faith, you're screwed. You know, you know. So just because you're flying the flag of Christian doesn't mean that you're walking by faith. You're mm-hmm. walking with God by His power, not your own. So that doesn't mean you just let go and let God either. Right. Um, you know, you walk with God. That's that's something you do together, and that only really happens with people that are close with a, with an intimacy. Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, we encourage you um, as you are walking into your season. um, What does that look like for you and your guys? And you know, what's the goals of your season? How do you keep a perspective while meanwhile trying to strive for excellence, um, but not at the sacrifice of your souls, Um, and more importantly, your guys' souls, Um, because they're as coaches, they're following you. 
They're, they're following your attitude, the way that you respond to things. The and you get to show what's important, and what's not. You know, so back to Coach Days and that that press conference. They just got thrashed. They they came out. You know, what was that? Like twenty nineteen and nothing or twenty was, something. Yeah. Like they got absolutely thrashed by FSU, Florida State, but. You know, the in the book, he said he goes back and his daughter, and he was depressed about about losing it. And she's like, "You won. H- how do you figure that?" Well, right now, nobody's talking about Florida State. You know, because through that loss is what gave him that platform that went viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, don't think it's all about the outcome. Uh, so we are gonna take a break right now, and we're gonna hear from our sponsor. And then we'll come back and wrap it up. So you are listening to the Complete Game Ministries Podcast. I have to take a quick second to give a shout out to my favorite sunflower seed company, Chinook Seedery. No joke, they're the best seeds I've ever tasted and they support athletes in action. So they're about doing good things in this world, including handcrafting the best tasting seed flavors out there like Parmesan pepper, Hatch Green Chili, Smokehouse Barbecue, and Cinnamon Toast. That's right, I said Cinnamon Toast. Not only are they the best tasting seed, they're somehow also the healthiest seeds on the market. So if you want to give them a try, head to ChinookSeedery.com and use the promo code COMPLETEGAME25 for a special 25% off discount. Seriously, go check them out if you like seeds because they're friggin' fantastic. And as we wrap up this podcast, I want to throw a few things your way. Uh, first, if you're in Colorado, we would love to see you at the Colorado Dugout Club Coaches Clinic. That's coming well, this week, so Friday through Sunday. And we will have a, a booth in the exhibit hall. Um, we'll be selling co- copies of the book, Well Coached, by Keith Wall. And we'd just love to connect with you. Love to see how we can best serve you and feedback on the podcast and and anything that we can do to help you coach as ministry or experience baseball through ministry. We'd, we'd love to see you there. Um, I would also like to encourage you to go see the bottom of the ninth post that we talked about here from a few weeks ago. Um, you can subscribe to that at completegameministries.org. Or you can download the app. You can you know find all the content that we are proud to give away for free um, at completegameministries.org. And we also referred to in this podcast uh, the book by Coach Matt Deggs, 15 to 28, A Story of God's Love, Power, and Redemption. So if you are interested in finding a copy of that book, you can visit coachdeggs.com. That's D-E-G-G-S, coachdeggs.com, and pick up a copy. It's a, it's a fascinating story that, I like I said before, you can identify with either side of Coach Deggs' story. Um, either side of his the redemption where he found in Jesus. And I think that's it. So uh, download the app uh, at the App Store, Complete Game Ministries, and stay connected to what we're doing, and we hope to see you soon and hear from you soon. Until then, go fight win. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out in.